You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Take 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God. For all that God has done and for all that God will do. We say, we pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Timeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, 
Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi Hotep family. Hope everything is well with you today. Hope you had a good weekend. Hope you had a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, can do, must do, and will do. Hoping, too, that the weather was accommodating for you to do it. But, of course, if it wasn't and it had to be done, it must be done, it will get done because you will get it done. That's the kind of brother and sister that you is. And that's why we have much love and respect for you. Keep getting it done, okay? Just keep getting it done. That's what we want, doers. This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday 
No, we're not. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. <laughs> we're every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, or 8 to 10 Pacific, any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that, and the drop-down, you'll see African Perspectives. In fact, it's the top of the listing of drop of the, in the drop-downs of things that are on Time for an Awakening, and it's African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled, thanks to my good brother and friend, Kwaku. In fact, got to give him a shout-out because I was having problems with my uh, desktop here, and, of course, I can't do the program unless I have it together and he came by thank goodness he pretty much in the area right down the street you know came by and uh, we went through some he went through some troubleshooting and bam now we're on the air thank goodness right on quite cool appreciate you brother you know it um other programming we have here on time for an awakening media once again this program is every monday wednesday and friday from 11 a.m to 1 p.m 10 to 12 central no, I already did that. <laughs> 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, and all times are going to give our Eastern Times. Uh, Tuesdays from 8 to 10, Black Reality Think Tank, with your host, Brother Alfonso Watkins, in honor of Dr. William Rogers. And then on Thursdays, from 7 to 8 on Thursdays, the Black Liberation Movement, Mississippi on the Move. On Thursday from 7 to 8. If it's Friday and it's 8 p.m. Eastern Time, it's time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. On Saturdays from 7 to 9, the Sankofa Elders Council with with uh, Sister Janine, Dr. Janine. And then on Sunday from 7 to 9, time for an awakening. Time for an awakening. We're once again with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. Also, too, if you go a shortcut, uh, if you have your search engine, whatever it is, Firefox, Internet Explorer, Google, whatever, time for the awakening, um, go to babaoshi.net, babaoshi.net, B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I.net. And once again, there will be programs that are dated and titled We Buy Black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses is WeBuyBlack.com. And get everything you need from American African-owned businesses, WeBuyBlack.com. Africa for the Africans. My good brother, Brother Irv, Irv Lewis, text me he's doing well in, in Senegal. He's so happy to be there. Told him, the man, please enjoy every moment. Can't wait till he gets back. He won't be back for a while. He'll be won't be back until the 9th of April, the, the uh, Senegal and Gambia tour was March 30th to April 9th, so he'll be back on the 9th, can't wait. May 24th to June 5th, Ghana, July 20th to July 30th, Rwanda, November 16th through the 27th, Tanzania. December 24th to January 4th, 2024, Azenia. March 29th to April 9th, Liberia. July 11th to the 23rd, Ghana. November 21st to December 2nd, K. 
Kemet. Brothers and sisters, all these trips are trips of a lifetime, and you can access them. Go to AfricaForTheAfricans.org. AfricaForTheAfricans.org. Everything on the website is there, you know, to make this happen. There's also information for land that you can purchase. You can invest, you know, and you can repatriate. There are the communities in Ghana. All these things are there. Also, too, if you're not, if you're just going to go to Africa, but you need information, that's the website to go to. They have all the information um, that you need, the paperwork that you need, the shots and so forth, the visas, all that's there. Africa for the Africans. Brothers and sisters, if you want to see videos of previous tours, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. If you want to see photos, pictures, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. All right. Habasha. Habasha Incorporated. Habasha stands for Helping Africa by Establishing Schools at Home and Abroad. Habasha Incorporated, they do great work here at home, but also in Africa with the Kashi Project. The Kashi Project was launched, um, basically not necessarily fully completed, but the buildings are up, it's up and running. The Kashi Project is up and running in Africa, in Ghana. It, was, it, it, <clears throat> it had its debut last year in October. But of course, they have programs here particularly in this area of Atlanta with the Habasha Works, Black to Our Roots, Golden Growers, Sustainable Seeds and Urban Green Jobs right here in the Atlanta area. Habashawincorporated.org. The Ledge Group, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. The Ledge Group, Land for the Environmental Development of Group Economics. Brother Peter Brown. Ledge deals with the four areas that are vital to human existence. Food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have 12 projects in six countries in Africa with over 170 employed and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters become a member of the Ledge Group. In fact, if you do become a member, you can buy land in Tanzania. That's right. It might be overlooking Mount Kilimanjaro. It might be near the Serengeti. I don't know. But you can buy land at $250 an acre. That is something. In fact, the last time we had Peter Brown on the program, he stated that. And it's been a while, so his number, I, I got to get his number. I'll find it. I'll get it. All right. Ledge, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. Abibi Atumi. Abibi Atumi. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I. Abibi Atumi.com. Online, they have, they have a conference coming up in July, July 7th through the 9th. It's a African Power Conference. African educational power, military power, institutional power, economic, agricultural, technological, community, family, and nation power. It's power time, brother. What time is it? It's nation time. What time is it? It's nation time. I say. Smy Pharmacy. Smy Pharmacy. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. Smy Pharmacy. Brothers and sisters, contact Brother Jabril at 770-765-7751. 770-765-7751. And he can put a program together for you. Call him, chat with him. And he can put a program for you to put you on the path to optimum health. Smy Pharmacy. If you want to drop him an email, at smyfarmacy at gmail.com. At gmail.com. S-A-M-A-S-A. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com. 
themoseswestfoundation.org. themoseswestfoundation.org is doing work around the world with his water rescue machine, the AGW, Atmospheric Water, the AWG, Water Generating Machine. They take water, that are moisture that is in the air, put it through the machine, it filters itself, and bam, out comes drinkable water. That's right, family. There is no shortage of water. Water all around us. So, Wadada's, Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar, located here in Atlanta, in the um, West End on Ralph David Abernathy. Across the street from Soul Vegetarian Restaurant, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna, is Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar Ralph, on Ralph David Abernathy. If you want to give them a call, give them a call at 404-444-1635. That's 404-444-1635. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Contact Mama Nia because she has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, T-shirts, figurines, you name it, gift certificates at the Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. 404-346-3263. 404-346-3263. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar in Lithonia. My good brother, Gazimdi Jamu. Give him a call at 770-305-6373. 770-305-6373. There is light in the black dot. That's black dot is located east of Atlanta off I-20. So if you travel east of Atlanta going on I-20, you exit 74 and then make a left. And about a mile and a half, there will be the black dot cultural center bookstore. Come back on to I-20 east. The next exit over, the next exit as you travel I-20 east is exit 75. Turner Hill Road, make a right. Three lights make a right, and on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market. Us, us lifting us, the Economic Development Cooperative for Our People. Us lifting us. Every Thursday, their Thursday night broadcast is 9 to 10 on Thursdays on Blog Talk Radio. That's Blog Talk Radio forward slash blogtalkradio.com blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU every Thursday night. But if you want to call to listen, you can do so and give questions, comments, or concerns by dialing 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789 from 9 to 10 on Thursdays. Us lifting us. Homeland Village. Homeland Village Cultural Gift Shop located in Macon, Georgia. They're not, they're not open today, but they're open tomorrow through Thursday. Excuse me, tomorrow through Sunday. <laughs> 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. And they're located 2910 Napier Avenue in Macon, Georgia. And of course, you can give Brother Bija, Brother Gabija Changa, a call at 478-256-1166. 478 256 Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop located in 4140 Jonesboro Road in Fort Spark, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall 225. 
For more information, call my good sister Shelly Amundsen at 404-434-7963. That's 404-434-7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one-stop natural shop. I want to send a shout-out for a birthday to my for my brother, Brother Shelly <clears throat> Brother Kenwardo, Brother Kenwardo Moore, and uh, happy birthday to you, dear brother. Another good trip around the sun. You deserve it, man. All right. Peace to you. Sun got a sense, uh, that, that sun got a sense, that one-stop natural shop. <laughs> His lady owns sun got a sense, Shelly Amonset. So there you go, Kenwardo Moore. Sanjay-Haiti.org. Sister Gabrielle Aurelia is doing an outstanding job with working with our young people in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. So, brothers and sisters, go online to check her out to see the great work she's doing with education, health care, sustainable agriculture, and entrepreneurship. Go to Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E-Haiti, A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay-Haiti dot org. Occupant Institute. Mama Yah and Baba Baruti been doing an outstanding work of raising our young warriors, and uh, of course they seek no money outside of outside of us. They don't go for any uh, choice charter uh, grants. No, no, it is us because we must support what we're about. That we have no answer to no one, brothers and sisters. You can use PayPal. Put Yah, Y-A-A, Baruti at Yahoo.com. You can use Cash App, the dollar sign, Yah, Y-A-A, the letter M, Baruti, B-A-R-U-T-I, to make your donations uh, one time, monthly, whatever it is, all of it is appreciated. Is uh, Baba Baruti a prolific writer? Go to Akabin House. Go to AkabinHouse.com for fine selections of books written for by, written by Baba Baruti. In fact, we're going to get off into one right now. That's right. Oh, before I do that, let me go to uh, Mama Marimba. Baba Baruti posted this. Mama Marimba. <clears throat> Mama Marimba will be speaking at the Black Dot. That's Mama Rimba speaks beyond damage control toward a world African offensive. Ma'afa in the context of Ma'at, Sankofa, and African sovereignty. That's going to be followed by a conversation between Mama Rimba and her granddaughter, Kihinde. Connecting generations. That's right. Brothers and sisters, we, we don't have no damn uh, generation gap. We are one. Our elders, grand people, adults, Children, infants, we are one. We are one African. All proceeds will be contributed to the Akaban Institute, which, of course, they have their Abakasim um, Simsum. Abakasim is coming up, and it's going to be uh, two days. And I'll give you more deep details on that. But at the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore, that is going to be uh, April 16th, Sunday, April 16th, from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m., at the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore. Got to check it out. All right. Yep, got to check it out. Okay. The Inya 
Sasim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. The Inya Sasim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. April 2nd. Freedom is not an idea located outside of man, nor is it an idea which becomes myth. It is rather the indispensable condition for the quest for human completion. Pablo Freire. Freedom, like power, is in our essence. Is it inherited, creator-given characteristic inexplicably by any means? It is a spiritual force, whether recognized as an inseparable part of an individual's choice or not. It is always there. It cannot be given. It cannot be taken except by force or choice. And even when force is involved, it is still a choice because physical and mental captivity are two different things. An individual's freedom is not the domain of any other individuals. We also speak of group freedom, but that can only be accomplished if, if every individual within that group personally claims that freedom. A group wherein an individual's freedom does not consider them, himself or herself to be free because of external constraints is not totally liberated. That group may be powerful. It may be autonomous, but it would not be by definition free. Freedom is a living phenomenon. And because it is alive, it must be maintained and cared for like any other living, breathing, growing, dynamic, creative thing, or it will become weak and sickly. Neglected long enough, it will surely atrophy and die, losing itself to the recesses of our memory. Sadly, real freedom is something most Africans never realize because they, they do not exercise individual choice. Whether they are aware that the choices they make are not their own or not, they cannot visualize personal power. Affirm, I struggle for the right of African people to choose freedom, I say. Affirm, I struggle for the right of African people to choose freedom. April 3rd, to decentralize, excuse me, to deculturalize African children is therefore to deprive them of that which determines the way they think, feel, and behave. Let me say that again. To deculturalize American African children and African children is therefore to deprive them of that which determines the way they think, feel, and behave. Felix Bowden. We cannot afford to forget who we are and what we must do to return our truth to power. The penalty for our descendants is too high. They must be made to remember who they are or they will be led even further into the blinding whiteness many of us run blindly toward. It is said that it only takes two willfully ignorant generations for a people to, be, to become completely losing, who, are, who would completely lose their way. Conscious African adults must recognize, however, that regardless of how thorough and invaluable we believe our children to be, our children cannot be completely sheltered from an evil insanity without separating them from the call of insanity in a world where insanity rules. Western culture is consciously insidious. 
and the carriers of Western culture know that the best way to dis dislocate, fragment, and destroy a people is to corrupt their children. Let me repeat that. And the carriers of Western culture know that the best way to dislocate, fragment, and destroy a people is to corrupt their this children. This call. To corrupt their children. To be some, to be someone. Uh, sorry about that. To be, to be someone other than ourselves is to be insane. To knowingly make choices which allow our children to be driven insane is unforgivable. Therefore, African logic di dictates the need. I'm sorry, sorry, family. Hey, excuse me. Hey, Jay, mute your phone right quick, brother, please. Thank you. To knowingly make choices which allow our children to be driven insane is unforgivable. Therefore, African logic dictates the need for an independent, separate, protected community which we can rear our children into African adults or all efforts will be for naught. If you swim in the ocean of insanity, you're bound to get wet. If we are rearing our children to be true nation builders, we have no choice. There are there are chances we absolutely cannot take. Ashay. Affirm, I am returning our truth to power. Affirm, I am returning our truth to power. Brothers and sisters, the Inya Sasim of daily revolutionary thought. All right. 646, good morning. 646, good morning. All right, Jake, I'll come back to you, my brother. All right. Uh, yeah. The NC2A tournament. Yes, yes, yes. The women's final four began on Friday with a surprising victory by Iowa over South Carolina. South Carolina undefeated powerhouse. My girl Dawn Staley, who I love. I've always loved you as a player at Virginia and in, and in the WNBA. They, I mean, the Caucasian girl, Caitlin Clark, as the saying goes, just busted their ass. <laughs> she did. She was hitting shots at the logo. You know, she was, in fact, in the fourth quarter, they, they play quarters in the women's game, 10-minute quarters. They play 10-minute quarters in the women's game. And um, in the fourth quarter, either she scored or assisted on all of the points in the fourth quarter. And, um, man, she was killing them. And um, LSU, just like they said last night, all you got to say is LSU, and you know it. You know who it is. Louisiana State University, LSU. And they won. They they won their semifinal match, you know, against Virginia Tech. It's kind of nip and tuck for three quarters, and then they pulled away big time. 
And of course, uh, one of the young ladies, Flage Johnson, was trained by my grandson's trainer, Brother Rob, Rob Riley here. She, he's trained Flage since she, she was um, early in high school here in Atlanta. And, um, and so when Flage was recruited by LSU and went to LSU, she also signed a rap contract. She's a rapper. Her father was a rapper who died early um, when she was young. And so, yeah, Flage. Flage started yesterday's national championship game off with a tray ball. She played good defense. Uh, she scored 10 points and six rebounds. Flage. But the player, to me, not just Angel Reese, who was outstanding and who was, who was voted the um, – was Morris. She was tough. She was tough defensively against Caitlin, but nobody – can be that tough against Caitlin because why she has unlimited range she's shooting she's stepping across half court a few feet and letting it fly you know and um, she had 30 points she uh, didn't shoot well but a few things happened in the game you know that um, there were issues you know in fact there's a piece that came out that said that um you know, this is a true, this is very true, and, and, and if one demographic does it, it's thuggish and horrific, but if another does it, it's positive. The media spins the narrative to generate the fake outrage and bias it wants to continue to plant divisions. Be very aware of media n- narratives and the manipulation, of course. The top picture, of course, is um, Caitlin. Okay, Caitlin Clark, and she's she's doing the John Cena, you can't see me piece, you know, you can't see see me, and and then of course she's cool, and it was in victory, but then last night Angel Reese did the same thing, you know, and she's being destroyed as classless, a horrible person, you know, wasn't raised properly. Even she said, "Hey, I'm a thug." Okay. I'm ghetto. Yeah, right. Two different narratives for the same thing. Both are young, great players learning their way. But those headlines and the differences is the most disgusting thing. Not what either player did. Not what either player did, just how they did that. You know? So, yeah. (laughs) But it was a great game. Another player that Rob Riley uh, worked with is the sister that had the big, big puff, the big golden puff. She, she went off in the second quarter, three points, three point basket. She scored five for five, and one at the at the buzzer, the bank shot at the buzzer, which uh, gave LSU a seventeen point lead. Now, Iowa got back within seven. I think the closest they got with it was within seven. And then um, they built it back up. Also, too, the real discussion was not just the play, which was uh, this whole tournament for women because of Caitlin Clark and because of South Carolina, because of all these other women. It was the most watched, most enthusiasm towards viewing it in, 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 
NCAA history, which is good for that game, good for the women's game, you know. But the problem, of course, was the referees <sighs> calling calls that aren't there. and That happens, family. But you would expect the top referees to do the championship game, you know. I mean, I, this weekend I was with my grandson. That's why I wasn't able to, to attend Brother Ken Wardo's celebration. You know, definitely would have been there for the brother. But uh, I had to go to South Carolina for a tournament. And they won all three games, and he played well. My grandson's doing fine, you know. And um, it's always the referees because they, they've made some bogus calls. One said he stepped out of bounds. Clearly he was not out of bounds. But the referee's angle, you got to – Sometimes you don't can't make it or think that's what you see. You got to know what it, you got to know it, you know. Otherwise, just don't call it. And and there's no benefit at that level. There's no clock. I mean, no no viewing of it again. You know, you can't do that. But in of course in the pros and in college, you know, sometimes you can make the call, make the call, then view it. It's not there. You know, go on. So. You know, these these two young ladies, and, and and that's who, you know, that's who the sisters, and that's that's who I am. I'm I'm outlandish, I'm braggadocious, you know. <laughs> she got them long eyelashes on the on the court, but she is tough. She set the record for double doubles, you know, points and rebounds. You know, Angel Reese of LSU, she's coming back, and of course, uh, Caitlin is coming back. Caitlin Clark for Iowa's coming back. And uh, definitely Flage, Flage Johnson. I'm not sure about Morris. I don't think she can come back. You know, which is ironic about Morris. Morris was going to, was going to attend um, Baylor. Uh, Kim Mulkey, who I remember as a player way back, uh, in, back in the Louisiana Tech. She's, she's a Louisiana native. And she coached at Baylor, and, and and she had Brittany Griner. And they won, I think, two or three championships with Baylor. But she didn't say a damn thing what was happening with Brittany Griner. And that upset me and upset many people. In fact, um, there have been some people, in fact, even it was mentioned today on the sportscast about her not saying anything in support of Brittany Griner when she was in prison in Russia. I really didn't like little Kim Mulkey with the little pigtails. And damn, did she grow. I mean, she she looked hard. She, oh, maybe that's why she wear all those outlandish outfits. <laughs> outlandish, believe me. So, but you know what? Aside from that and the men's tournament tonight, you got uh, UConn, which is heavily favored. They're the only team of the three other teams that have been in the Final Four. You know, Florida Atlantic University and San Diego State. And, and I don't know if Florida Atlantic was in uh, control of the game at the very beginning, but I know what happened at the end. Finally, a San Diego State rallied and, and the brother hit a jumper. And that the only lead they had, and that was a game winner at the buzzard. So it's San Diego State 
against UConn. UConn has beaten every team in the tournament by double digits. Every team in the tournament by double digits. So, I'm cheering for San Diego State. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, but you know what? Let me say this. And I'm saying this for the last time. March Madness and all these tournaments is a stirring reminder of what America what America was founded on. Making tons of money off the labor of unpaid African people. That's what March Madness is. Making tons of money. These these wins, these championships will give their programs additional cash. The fact that so many people watched them will boost the ratings up and boost the money that the networks will be paying to the NCAA and to share it amongst the... Everybody making money. But these brothers and sisters, but these players. And it could be done, but they don't want to get it done because they want the fallacy of the student-athlete Well, we give them room and board. They, they, they have the opportunity to get an education from the top, finest educational institutions in the world. That's their line. Let me take a couple of calls. Six, 602, 602, good afternoon. Oh, good morning. Good yes, morning. Brother Oshie. Yes, good morning, my friend. Good morning, Marcus. Greetings, Brother Oshie. Yes, sir. Um, I want to talk a little bit, but it's not about uh, basketball. Don't, no, 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 no. Go ahead, Brother Marcus. We're kicking, we're kicking uh-huh. basketball to the curb. I, I did my uh, uh, stirring <laughs> reminder of what March Madness is about, and that's exactly. making making tons of money, billions of dollars off the unpaid labor yeah. of us as a people. We we do that, and see the thing about that. Just very quickly, Brother Marcus, only if we understood that we could change that dynamic by being yeah. organized and say, we ain't going to play until we get paid because we are the game. Yeah. All right, go they ahead, brother. Say, God say. They <laughs> say that. All right, brother. When all, else, when all else fail to organize the people, conditions will. And I think um, there are some things developing that um, a lot of our people Mm-hmm. Probably not aware of what's going on. Okay. No. Um, internationally, there has been some changes with the global economic um, setup as far as the U.S. dollar okay. is concerned. And a lot okay. of our people are talking about that. Mm-hmm. How the decoupling of the U.S. dollar, the petrodollar, right? So now you no longer you have these these BRICS countries here, right. uh, along with Saudi Arabia, right? Iran, uh, Russia, China, right. South Africa, and, yeah, they're coming yeah, together, South yeah. Africa, mm-hmm. and they have now all decided to 
said, look, we're no longer going to use, want to use this, the U.S. dollar to trade. We're going to use Chinese yen. Mm. Although some of the, so, um, the Middle Eastern countries kind of um, don't want to go with that setup. But anyway, these the giants, they, they are moving. Right. So how is that? going to affect the U.S. economy. How is that? Because now they're saying with, with, if their money, if the U.S. dollar is declining mm-hmm. and well, we're gonna a talk overseas have U.S. dollars. Yeah, we're going to talk about they this wanna, week. They want to yeah. come and dump it into the U.S. economy because that's where really the best place to spend it because you don't want to keep holding it. So that's going to cause inflation more here in the U.S. And at the ta- at this time, we have high unemployment. They said, oh, people get laid off. So if you have high inflation, meaning prices going up, and you don't have, you have um, high unemployment, that's not a good combination. You're right, so brother. Well, we're going to... That is something brother. we have to look at. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that, Brother Marcus, in the next couple of days. You know that that particular issue because it is serious, and yes. I, I did I made mention of the BRICS uh, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, a number of weeks ago, of these countries coming together, so they want to do some trade. You know, Russia, um, China, uh, South Africa, and a couple of others. They want to do this trade, and it it deeply affect. Uh, the Western countries, particularly the United States, because the United States is the is the leader, uh, even though its currency has been devalued tremendously over the over the years, mm-hmm. over the decades, even more so than the euro, you know. But so we're going to talk about and, that. And, so and and, yeah. and just to add to another little thing, uh, maybe that is why Harris is in Africa mm-hmm. because. Now, if you're going to pivot from the petrodollar, where are you going to have to back your money now? Everybody has to back the, run into back the money by gold. Mm-hmm. So you see Harris now in Africa at this, this strategic time making military arrangements with certain countries in West Africa. So she's positioning in her sense now. Right. Right. Well, see, not only is she doing that, but, but see, Marcus, that's what we're going to talk about, because not only is she doing that, she's imploring just what Barack Obama did, that if you want American aid, then you got to accept that everybody must be free. So you you have to accept that homosexuality and homosexuals exactly. almost must be. So, you know, we're, we're going to play a few, few people right. a little Gonna play a few pieces on that as well, and you're right. That's why she's there. That's why um, um, Biden called all those leaders uh, to the to the White House exactly. a number of months ago. You know, because exactly. they see the influence that China and and uh, uh, Russia has, and, and the understandable uh, that they never had uh, colonization. Although one could argue China today. Is setting itself up as the colonizer, exactly. based upon the number of things China is doing. And granted, to build uh, highways, to build plants, and so, is all good. But if the dollars are not returned, of the if if 
if the agreements are not paid and so forth, China says, I'll take it. I'm going to take it. And then they'll de- de- uh, put a defense force in there to protect it, to make exactly. to sure that they can maintain what they have taken. So, I mean, yeah. nothing is all good outside of us, family. That's, that's yeah. the reality. Nothing is good outside of us. If it's us and we're sincerely committed, we, we have the respect for one another, that's good. But if it ain't us, the result doesn't turn out to be so well. Yeah. yeah. Just wanted to say that. Yeah. So anyway, um, I, I'll, yeah, I'll go back to listening. Thank All right. No, no, brother Marcus, thank you. You setting the stage, brother. Appreciate it. How you been? I've been good, brother. No problem. Good. Okay. Thank you, Marcus. All right. Peace. All right. Uh, Brother Marcus, right on. Sister Nabantu, Mama Nabantu. Yes, good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Okay, I'm good. I'm glad Marcus brought this topic up uh, about the situation um, that's going on with the petrodollar. And what's really scary is that eventually um, all of our dollar bills will be worthless because they're going to go into digital. So everything is going to be digital. And the other scary part is that there's going to be a um, exploration on your money. So you'll take your dollar and turn it into a digital dollar. And then at some point, if you don't spend it all, um, they will terminate uh, the money that you have. And you basically have to uh, start all over again. And I think they're doing it in China. And they plan to do the same thing here in the United States. So I just want to add that, you know, we're living in well, a That's very, a tough one. I mean, they're, they're saying if we're going to. Volatile times. Yeah. They're, they're, they're saying that your your money, your savings. Yes. You know, if you don't spend it the way we ask you to, your, your savings will be uh, eliminated. Will be gone. Eliminated, wow. yes. Wow. Wow. It's really, it's really scary. Very much so. Very much so. We need to listen and hear more about that and keep your ear to the grindstone. I know I did talk about the Brex, the Brex uh, previously, and I'll, I'll get more into that this week. But today I'm, I'm, I, I plan to talk about, you know, what Kamala Harris is doing in, in, on the continent and and what many of them are trying to do on the continent in terms of imposing once again European uh, dictates on the continent, particularly as it relates to homosexuality. You know. Yeah, I have a a video I can send you about the uh, CDDC okay. Coinbase uh, digital currency. Okay, please do. And and one other thing is that I think. Day before yesterday, I think Russia has forgiven Africa of all its debts. Is that right? Russia has. I haven't heard anything on it. Has there has there been some publicity yeah. already? Oh, beautiful. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We we just all happy, but you know, it's a double sword. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We don't know what 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 the objective right. is, but right. We'll soon find out. Yeah. All right, my sister. Thank you. Um, Mama Nabantu. Also, too, you know, we got Friday coming up. Yes, and um, we're we're going to get somebody there for Friday. 
Okay, we got Friday. Yeah. Well, of course, family okay. Friday is the Pan African Federalist Movements um, program. The Pan African Federalist Movements program is this Friday. All right, all right. Six four six, six four six. Good morning, Jay. Hey, what's up? Oh, listen, man. I'm gonna jump back a little. You know, I'm gonna first say this. The little Karen, Becky, whatever you want to call the cracker, got some game. Oh, she called. You know what I mean? Yeah, she called. The, the little white girl, the little Yurugu, yeah. she can play some ball. Yeah. But the thing is, it just always goes to show the double standard of how they treat sure. black people and sure. white people. I mean, the white girl was the first one who did it. But here it is with the sister do it with the exclamation point on it and beating the white girl. Now it's a problem. Of course. You know, of come course. on. Come on. The sister that had game and swag all year. She's been ridiculed for being, like she said, too ghetto. hood, too ghetto, yeah, too ghetto, too this, yeah. this, that. Oh, but, yeah. Exactly, but, but that's her. Right, that's she her. She backed it up just like the white girl backed her yeah. swag up. I got yeah. it. You know, I'm in the ball. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, both of them got swag to a certain extent, and both of them could play. So I'm not hating on that white girl, but I'm not going to let you disrespect the sister mm-hmm. and not call a spade a spade. Right. And vilify both of them just don't vilify my queen right but right. you gonna let the white girl get away with the same thing now nah, we not going for that and we not letting no cracker like old woman call her idiot either I ain't having that sugar honey iced tea but the reality is this Idaho wasn't gonna be LSU and I made a ton of money on the game. Okay? <laughs> number two, number two, I knew that Iowa had a good chance of beating South Carolina for the simple fact South Carolina didn't have no real shooters. So if you notice how LSU beat them, LSU had shooters and had a girl that was a senior, mind you, a super senior, because she had yeah, five Morris. years of experience, yeah, had the greatest half that basically ever was in a woman's NAAC, you know, P, yeah. what you call it, whatever, NWA, whatever. Um, NCAA, NC2A, whatever. Got you, Jay. You got you. The bottom line is all of the things was in line for LSU to beat Iowa. It's just a fact. If you know if you know basketball, that's why I made a ton of money on the game. Mm-hmm. But the point of the matter is this. Both should be celebrated, but both should be respected. And you know and I know if the white girl did it after she won, mm-hmm. nobody would have called her an idiot or anything of that nature. So sure. listen. Let's keep it real. But now let's get to this right quick. What Marcus was saying. Mm-hmm. All of these countries are moving forward with their development and growth. 
and trying to solidify their place on this short-lived planet that we have. The bottom line is this. China has a right. India, all of these countries has the right to do business and trade with our people. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, our people don't make the best deals. Right. That's our yeah, problem. We get manipulated. Our problem is yeah. we don't make the best deals for ourselves. Right, because we get played. You know, like you said, you'll make a deal with China and it don't go the right way, then they come in and they take your country. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We have to get in a better position of protecting our country. You know, it's amazing if you think about it. China takes your country with the gun in their peace. Do you understand what I just said to you? Mm-hmm. China takes your country with its gun in its penis. Mm. And that's the same thing in a sense mm. to what America did without right. their penis. Yeah. And we and we have to understand it. But no, I think that it's good that other countries are coming into Africa. My only concern is that we don't make the right deal for yeah. ourselves. Well, my problem is, is the fact that because we're so fragmented, see, if Africa was united, that's the real key issue. The real key issue is the unification of Africa, one Africa, the Pan-African Federalist Movement, all of the whole, all the things that all of our great leaders who have been killed, Patrice Lumumba, Thomas Sankara, every, shake on the job, every damn one of them said, Africa must unite. It can't have no 54 bullshit so-called sovereign nations. And everybody doing their own thing because why? You got all these Caucasians who have manipulated and placed European trained so-called rulers, despots, you know, neo-colonialists. And so therefore, all the things that we have is still given away and it doesn't benefit our people. And so even this move, there are only, there are only one country in Africa that is in the BRICS, and that is South Africa. And of course, the, the, the BRICS in South Africa is the Caucasians who still run South Africa. You know, but there's, there's India, there's Russia, you know, there's Brazil. You know, I, I made a, pro, uh, we did a program on this uh, a, num- a, a few weeks ago, maybe last month, whatever. Of course, it had to be last month because this is just the beginning of this month. But the bottom line is, is that Africa must unite and Africa must maintain and have control of its resources. And Africa must deal with every country straight up if they deal with Africa straight up. And that's the bottom line, you know, because even at this, you know, uh, many of the countries aren't in it. Some of the some of the main countries in the Western Africa, the main countries in the East, they are not in it, you know. And, and, and of course, what America's doing. And I'm going to play some stuff. Let me take this break, Jay, and, and, and we'll come back from the break and we'll have more discussion. OK, brother. All right. All right. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on Time for an Awakening.com and BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com. 
We'll be right back. You stay with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. i 
Listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on TimeForAwakening.com and BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com. Marvin Gaye, Trouble Man. Yeah. His birthday and his day of death. April 1st was the day that he died. And of course, April 1st is April Fool's. I never forget in 1984 when he passed, when he was killed by his father I thought it was April Fool's I I was at a club and somebody told me about it (laughs) and of course uh, April 2nd which was yesterday is the day that of his birth and uh, he died uh, was 50s 40 something years old he would have been 80 83 years old today or yesterday but a tremendous talent I think that um, when Tammy Terrell died and and he took a hiatus, so to speak, and came back with what's going on, and that was the the music of the seventies, the beginning of the seventies. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. And of course, then seventy. I think it was like what is it? Uh, still early seventies. You know, I went to see him. At the, in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, great concert. Marvin Gaye. So we're going to play a piece. I was going to play uh, Umar, Dr. Umar Johnson. You know, Umar. It's long because he keeps repeating himself three or four times. I love Umar Johnson, but man. But I'm going to play this one piece. I think this is a good piece to play. As it relates to what's happening in Africa and uh, and there's another piece too I want to play as it relates to what's happening in Africa and why Kamala Harris is there and the same thing that Barack told the African countries if you want this then you must uh, accept homosexuality and what's interesting about the one piece he says all these other countries you know that America does business with and still does business with they don't they don't bully them. That's what this program's about. Europeans bullying Africans. They don't bully them. You know, Saudi Arabia, they you you didn't ask them to, to accept homosexuality, Qatar, I many other countries, you ain't asking them. Brothers and sisters, once again, it cannot be emphasized enough from this program. The bottom line is independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for African people. The model of this program is Pan-Africanism or perish, unify or die. And damn it, that's real. Not just a slogan. They don't bully them, do they? No, but they bully us to turn to the funniest story of the week. Joe Biden is currently holding a democracy summit in Southern Africa. That's right. In the very place where the United States 
and the United Kingdom and France and all the other so-called West supported racist apartheid white supremacist states right up until the very end. Margaret Thatcher, I was there, saw her lips move, called Nelson Mandela a common terrorist. The United States took Mandela off the terrorist list in 2008. In the 18th year of his presidency of the Republic of South Africa. And I got to thinking when I saw a very harrowing picture posted by one of my friends on Twitter earlier this evening. It's a picture that deserves to be seen far more widely. You'll find it on my Twitter feed. It's a picture of the Congo's first prime minister, Patrice Lumumba, half naked, in shackles, being pushed down aircraft steps by a Belgian military officer after his overthrow in a coup organized and executed by Britain, Belgium, and the United States of America. The newly elected President Jack Kennedy knew nothing of this coup, and the CIA defied him, lied to him, and conducted this coup behind their new president's back, but it happened. The CIA, MI6, and the hated Belgian colonist government that was finally having to leave power took this fine man, probably the greatest of all African leaders, and murdered him. They then dismembered him. They then dissolved him in acid and sent one of his teeth back to Brussels for safekeeping, for DNA. It was only returned to the Congo last year. The West murdered Patrice Lumumba. The West helped keep Nelson Mandela in prison for 27 years, most of them on uh, Devil's Island. Robben Island in the dungeons of apartheid. The West supported racist apartheid rule in the very southern Africa. They're now holding a summit in to tell Africans how important their democracy is. There's the picture of the hero Patrice Lumumba being led down the steps of that aircraft to his death, his dismemberment, and his dissolving in acid. You couldn't make it up. And they wonder why Africans are utterly unmoved at their pleas to reject China and Russia and embrace them instead. China never occupied a square inch of Africa. Russia never occupied a square inch of Africa. As a matter of fact, when the West was supporting apartheid and white supremacist rule in southern Africa, it was the Russians who were arming, financing, and providing the diplomatic skeleton backbone for 
the worldwide activities of the anti-apartheid movement, of the movement for liberation in southern Africa. I have many times spoken at the Patrice Lumumba University for the Friendship of the Peoples. It's not in San Francisco. It's not in London, and it certainly isn't in Brussels. It's in Moscow. It's in Russia. I have been there, spoken there many times. Does that little vignette not explain something to you, the viewers and the wider public, about why the Africans will never hate Russia, will never hate China? China is building roads, railways, terminals, ports, harbors, infrastructure all over Africa. All the so-called West did was loot it and steal even the people of Africa themselves, chained them in the holds of ships, sailed them through the middle passage, tossing thousands of them overboard when they died as food for the sharks, and then those lucky enough to reach land were placed as beasts of burden in chains as slaves. You want Africans to support you, Mr. Biden, Mr. Sunak, Miss von der Leyen, Mr. Borrell, the people you just described as the people of the jungle while you sat in your garden. How does your garden grow now, Mr. Borrell? Have you seen the streets of France? Full of garbage. The streets of France are full of garbage. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to... Uh, where's, we got, where's that brother? Where's that brother at? Uh-huh. That was Brother Paul, and of course it was Brother Paul. So we're going to play this particular piece once again. The same way I hold the opinion that she and the American government are a bunch of cowards, you know, and that they have no rights to talk about human rights because they're the biggest abusers of human rights child rights are equally human rights and yesterday two hours after that press conference with the president a 28 year old gun woman walked into an american school and killed three american children and killed three american teachers it's the right the fundament one of the fundamental basic rights of any human being is the right to life the american government in which kamala harris is vice president is failing to take decisive action on gun control. And so people who should not have access to weapons are having access to assault rifles and killing innocent children and teachers in America. And the vice president of that country wants to come and teach us human rights. I mean, the irony of it. She's a person of color. But for being vice president, what happened to George Floyd could easily have happened to her or any of the several people who have been killed in America by errant white policemen, which has led to the Black Lives Matter issue. If black lives, if, if people have to demonstrate to let the American government know that black lives matter, they need, a, they need help from us. I'm, I've, I've stated on record that myself and my colleagues are very willing to engage the American government and the U.S. Congress to help them shape laws 
that will clamp down on gun violence because they really have need for it. But it's the hypocrisy of the U.S. where they call homosexuality a human rights issue in Africa. But yet they are doing business with countries where homosexuality is frowned upon. Over a billion dollars of, 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 of military hardware is sold to Qatar almost on a yearly basis. In Qatar, homosexuality is punished by death, not imprisonment. Why are they not threatening Qatar? One of the biggest trading partners of the United States government is Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, it's punished by death. Why are they not threatening them? Why are they not threatening Russia? Then they come to Ghana and Africa, they won't come and threaten us with LGBTQ. The American government is a bunch of hypocrites. If they really want to flex their muscle, they should go and flex their muscle on Russia, India, China, Russia, Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, <laughs> Qatar, the places where they are selling weapons to. For sure. But yet, they want to push that on Africa, just like you've uh, seen with um, Barack Obama. We will not give you aid unless your country ends the threat against homosexuality and opens up to accept it. I think everyone understands, and if you shouldn't, I think uh, one of one of my callers, one of the people who called to this program, stated it unequivocally that if you're talking about population control, the promotion of homosexuality is population control. You know, now if there's a mass movement of, st- of 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 ins- artificial insemination and that's how homosexual couples particularly homosexual couples and and other um uh those who can't have children are are having children through artificial insemination you know male homosexual couples female homosexual couples one of them decides they're going to have a baby you know, but um, generally, your population will not grow if everybody is involved in homosexuality, and that is not the case on the continent. Since I got time, I'm gonna go ahead and play this piece by uh, Brother Ralph. Appreciate your brother Ralph sent me this. This is Umar, Umar Johnson. For the vice president of the United States, Sister Kamala Harris, you were in Ghana a few days ago. Sister Kamala Harris, you were in Ghana a few days ago. Sister Kamala Harris, you was in my motherland a few days ago. You didn't go to Africa to cancel the debt that they shouldn't even owe to the World Bank and International Monetary Fund of the United States government. You didn't go to Ghana to cancel the debt that African nations owe to the World Bank and International Monetary Fund of Washington, D.C. You didn't go to Ghana to build no institutions for African people. You didn't go to Ghana to pay no reparations for African slavery. You didn't go to Ghana to do anything progressive for African people. And for all the problems we have in the African diaspora, we got wars going on in Africa. We got gang banging going on in Africa. 
We got genocide going on in Africa. We got hunger going on in Africa. Not that all of Africa is struggling with those things because Africa is a modern paradise. But my point is there are issues in Africa. We got coups that were financed by the U.S. government in Africa. We have coups, overthrow of democratically elected governments on African soil financed by American CIA. But you didn't go to Africa to deal with them coups. You didn't go to Africa to deal with all the diseases y'all be dropping off. You didn't go to Africa to deal with all the mineral exploitation by the global white power structure. But you went to Africa to make Africa safe for the Rainbow Mafia. You went to Africa not to help a child, not to help a family, not to cancel no debt, not to build no institutions. Finally, the U.S. government is doing something right for the senior population. The recently announced flex card benefit is giving seniors up. Not to address these coups that the CIA financed. You didn't go to Africa, Kamala Harris, to do anything progressive. You went to Africa to make Ghana safe for the Rainbow Mafia. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord, of all the problems you could have dealt with in Africa, like reparations for American theft of African bodies for 400 years, like reparations for American theft of African bodies for 400 years, like reparations for American theft of African bodies, you didn't deal with that. No, no, no. You went to Ghana to make it safe for the Rainbow Mafia. You flew how many thousand miles? You flew how many thousand miles to do what? Have a pres a conversation with the president to make sure Ghana is safe for the Rainbow Mafia. No disrespect to my African Rainbow Gangers. No disrespect to my African rainbow gangers. No disrespect to my African rainbow gangers. But if you can't see the agenda, if you still can't see the agenda by now, if there is any question left in your mind that the whole purpose of the Zia Wade phenomenon, the whole purpose of the rainbow gang mafia, the whole purpose of this agenda in Africa is the extermination of black life. It is the repudiation of the black family. It is about the genocide of God's original people. Why does America care how Africa chooses to regulate familyhood? What does America care for how Africa chooses to run their culture? What does America care? For how Africa decides to define family. Since when did America care about black families? Since when did America care about black families? I mean, you sold us away from our mothers. You raped our mothers in front of our face and sold us away. You beat and castrated our fathers, sold him away. You took the slave children away from the slave mother before the natural bond of affection and affiliation can be born. When you look at the scientific, demonic process 
of making a slave in America, how can you then conclude 157 years post-13th Amendment that you now care about the black family, but you don't care about the natural black family? You don't care about the natural black family. You don't care about the natural black family. I don't hear you pushing man, woman, and child in Africa, Kamala Harris. I don't hear you pushing man, woman, and child in Africa. The reason you're not pushing man, woman, and child, because Africa already has man, woman, and child. And Africa had man, woman, and child before Asia had it. Africa had man, woman, and child before Europe had it. Africa had man, woman, and child before Australia had it. Africa had man, woman, and child before North America had it. Africa had man, woman, and child before South America had it. Africa had man, woman, and child before the Caribbean had it. So we don't need you to push a black family agenda. So if you're you're not pushing a natural family agenda in Africa. What is the nature of your family agenda? I'm going to call it disfamily agenda. What is the nature of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's disfamily agenda? You got police killing black people like it's going out of style. You got police killing black people like it's going out of style. You got police in America killing black people like it's going out of style. We had a brother lynched by the police in Mississippi, excuse me, Memphis. We had another brother beheaded in Mississippi. Beheaded in Mississippi. Emmett Till, 2023. Emmett Till, 2023. No answers for that. We got a Jackson water crisis. We got a Flint, Michigan water crisis. And instead of taking care of the black people who voted your ass in office, Kamala Harris, instead of taking care of the black people who voted your ass in office, Kamala Harris, instead of taking care of the black people who voted your ass in office, Kamala Harris, you get on a plane. You get on a plane and you take your ass a several thousand miles to the birth of civilization, you walk into the western shore of the homeland of civilization and you manipulate the president of Ghana into modifying his anti-rainbow policies. You manipulate the president of Ghana into modifying his anti-rainbow policies. You have lost your mind. I need the AKAs to speak to this. I love my Alpha Kappa Alphas, but your soul roar is out of line. I said, I love my AKAs. I love the pink and green. Y'all some fine-ass sisters. You understand me? But your soul roar is out of line. So the question is, when are the lovely ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated going to send a message to the Vice President of the United States. We love you, Soror, but you are not taking care of business. What are you doing in Africa pushing rainbow policy when you should be in the United States protecting the Africans who voted you into office? How about some police policy? How about some gentrification policy? How about some miseducation policy? How about some mass incarceration policy? How about some reparations policy? How about some economic policy? Policy, Kamala Harris, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Instead, you want to go to Africa and try to convince the oldest human civilization on the planet Earth. 
You want to go to Africa and you're trying to convince the oldest human civilization on the planet Earth to abandon man, woman, and child. To abandon the original holy trinity of man, woman, and child. You want Ghana. You want Nigeria. You want Senegal. You want Cote d'Ivoire. You want Togo and Benin. You want Gambia and Zambia. You want the Congo. You want the entire continent to abandon the original holy trinity of man, woman, and child. And instead embrace the ungodly. You want Africa to embrace the ungodly. Stop wasting money on iCloud. This innovative stick makes it easy to back up your smartphone. It's I'm warning my presidents of Africa. And I'll be, I'm warning my presidents of Africa. 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 I'm warning my presidents of Africa, but I don't want my African nations to fall out of divine alignment with supreme consciousness. I don't want my African nations to fall out of divine alignment with supreme consciousness. I don't want my African nations to fall out of divine alignment with supreme consciousness. I don't want that to happen. So African countries, you must resist the agenda of the European power structure that wants you, that wants you, that wants you to pollute the holy trinity family structure of man, woman, and child. Don't let that happen. America will have to face judgment from supreme consciousness for promoting that type of lifestyle amongst our children. America will have to face supreme consciousness for promoting that type of lifestyle amongst our children. Ghana, don't you fall for it. Nigeria, don't you fall for it. We don't create life. We procreate life. So I'm not a fan of executions, but I'm a fan of spending the rest of your life in prison if you can't follow the rules of righteous African civilization. If you can't follow the rules of righteous African civilization, maybe you need to be hospitalized for the rest of your years because we cannot allow any threat to the survival of the black family. We're not against nobody. We don't push harm or hurt or violence against nobody. We are simply saying that we are here to protect the sanctity we are here to protect the sanctity of the original holy African trinity of man, woman, and child. That's all we're saying. But let me tell you why Kamala Harris has a rainbow agenda. Okay? Snow puppy husband, but a rainbow agenda for Africa. Snow puppy husband, but a rainbow agenda for Africa. Snow puppy husband, but a rainbow agenda for Africa. The reason Kamala Harris has that agenda. Because the American power structure knows that if they legalize anti-African family in Africa, if they legalize unnatural unions in Africa, if they legalize unnatural union in Africa sooner or later, 
there will be a rainbow candidate for president in Ghana. Sooner or later, there will be a rainbow candidate for president in Nigeria. Sooner or later, there will be a rainbow candidate for president in Gambia, in Senegal, in Togo, in Benin. There will be a rainbow president in Ethiopia, in Eritrea. There will be a rainbow candidate for president. I see what they're doing. Can you understand, overstand, and understand? I see what they're doing, but can you understand, overstand, and understand? I see what they're doing, but can you understand, overstand, and understand? Make it normal. Make it legal. Once it's normal and legal, we are going to finance an entire slate of rainbow presidential candidates across the continent of Africa. The U.S. government, the CIA, France, London, Belgium, Germany, Canada, they will finance an entire election of rainbow presidents across the continent of Africa. Mm. And once you get one elected rainbow in Africa, once you get two elected rainbows in Africa, once you get three elected rainbows in Africa, once you get four elected rainbows in Africa, the policy can now be implemented that it is safe for the rainbow nation throughout the continent. And once it's safe for the rainbow nation throughout the continent, the Center for Disease Creation and the Food and Drug Administration and the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds and the Wahlbergs and the Federal Reserve, they're going to start. They're going to start injecting rainbow black men with a whole new list of diseases. You heard me. AIDS is nothing but a picnic compared to what they got coming down. They didn't already told you they have HIV 2. They didn't already told you there's an HIV 1 and now they have an HIV 2. Well, guess what? Once they finish pushing the rainbow agenda in Africa, there will be an HIV 3, an HIV 4, an HIV 5, an HIV 6, an HIV 7, an HIV 8. They're going to infect every black woman in Africa with a white man-made disease through her rainbow partner. I'm going to say it again. The plan is real simple. They're already doing it in America. The plan is real simple. Make Africa safe for the rainbow. Once Africa is safe for the rainbow, we're going to finance an entire slate of rainbow presidential candidates across Africa. Once we get a few rainbows in office, they're going to change the policy, make it safe for the rainbow nation. Bill Gates and the rest of those population control eugenicidal junkies are going to start infecting rainbow black men in Africa with a new form of HIV and a whole bunch of other diseases. And once the men get the diseases, they are going to start infecting black women with the disease. But in order to do this, in order to commit mass extermination on African soil, in order to commit mass genocide on African soil, they have to make Africa safe for the rainbow. Do you understand, overstand, and understand? Do you understand, overstand, and understand? Do you understand, overstand, and understand? This ain't nothing but birth control through rainbow black men. This ain't nothing but birth control through rainbow black men. This ain't nothing but birth control through rainbow black men. You can fool some of the Africans all the time. 
And you can fool all the Africans some of the time. You can't fool the prince of Pan-Africanism any of the time. I said you can fool all Africans sometimes and some Africans all the time, but you can't fool the prince of Pan-Africanism any of the time. Stop calling my phone when I'm live because you're disrupting my feed. Stop calling my phone. Anyone who calls my phone will be blocked. Call my phone when I'm live and I'm blocking you because you're messing up my feed. Stop calling my damn phone when I'm live. Where's my school? I'm at my school. That's a very silly question. I'm not even going to respond to any more silliness. Where is my school and I'm sitting at the school? Where is my school and I'm sitting at the school? Where is my school and I'm sitting at the school? Listen, I'm not smoking, my brother. I got the shrines out here. I got the shrines out here. Y'all don't know nothing about this. I got the shrines out here, brothers and sisters. Ain't nobody smoking. I'm chilling with the Holy Spirits right now. I'm chilling with the Holy Spirits right now. Ain't nobody smoking. I'm chilling with the Holy Spirits right now. Me and Eshu hanging out. Me and Ogun hanging out. You understand me? Me and Ifa hanging out. Me and Orumili hanging out. You understand me? Because there's so many Negro peons out there, I got to stay covered down in the spirit. So many Negro peons out there, I got to stay covered down in the spirit. So many Negro peons out there, I got to stay covered down in the spirit. So ain't nobody smoking, I'm burning sage to Eshu. I'm burning sage to Ogun. I'm burning sage to Ochosi. I'm burning sage to the Ogungun. I'm burning sage to my Egbe Orun. I'm burning sage to Obatala and Oya and Oshun and Olokun and Yemoja, Babaluaye and Abeji. I'm burning sage to make sure I'm covered down in spirit. You might not understand, overstand, or understand. You might not understand, overstand, or understand. You might not understand understand or overstand hit your cash app dollar sign fdmg school hit your paypal paypal.me slash fdmg academy first school in american history built exclusively by the african diaspora we work in brothers and sisters this year's african liberation week i will be in the island of martinique may 18 19 and 20 island of martinique May 18, 19, and 20. Caribbean island of Martinique. May 18, 19, and 20. Caribbean island of Martinique. May 18, 19, and 20. Republic of South Africa. Johannesburg and Durban. May 21, 22, 23. Johannesburg and Durban. May 21, 22, 23, Johannesburg in Durban, May 21, 22, 23, Ethiopia, Addis Ababa, where my Ethiopian Africans at, where my South Africans at, where my Martinique Africans at, I'm starting African Liberation Week in Martinique, I'm starting African Liberation Week in Martinique. I'm starting African Liberation Week in Martinique. I'm starting African Liberation Week in Martinique. May 18, 19, and 20. South Africa, May 21, 22, 23. South Africa, Johannesburg and Durban, May 21, 22, and 23. 
Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, Cradle of Civilization. African Liberation Day, May 25th and 26th, I will be in the Kingdom of Ethiopia, African Union, Addis Ababa, Pan-Africanism of Parish, King Kong Consciousness is speaking in Ethiopia for the first time ever. King Kong Consciousness, African Liberation Day, May 25th, May 26th, Ethiopia, Addis Ababa. If you need the flyer, hit my cell phone, 215-989-9858. I say, King Kong Consciousness, the Prince of Pan-Africanism, as he likes to call himself. Baba Tunde. Love it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But what he's saying, family, yeah, I know he's very repetitive, but what he is saying, yeah. So anyway, I appreciate it, Mama Nabantu, for what you sent me. I'm going to be going over that. And maybe, maybe I need to call you to get some clarifications, but I, I definitely want to inform our people of what's happening economically to what, what those possibilities are. Uh, the whole purpose of this program is to inform you what's happening on the continent as it relates to what Kamala Harris is presenting to African countries and the fact that uh, the, the West likes to bully Africa and it should be over with that kind of mentality. But it, it'll only happen if what family? That's right, family. If Africans, when Africans, not if, no, when Africans unify, when Africans unify, it has to happen. It has to happen. Because either it happens or we die. Just like he said, there may be a domino effect that one country, if Ghana accepts it, if Ghana votes uh, openly homosexual leader you know homosexuality likes to likes to present itself as being universal and something that's been going on since the beginning of time one of the persons who I respect highly whose wife uh, gave me my name at a ceremony Manahochi brother Manahochi of Ifa he said I have studied African culture and traditions and nowhere have I found homosexuality to play a significant part he's not saying that it may or may not be there and it definitely may not be there because if it was that, that person who engaged was very very afraid if he's exposed no Africa does not have a history of homosexuality I know homosexuality exists, particularly in the West, definitely here. I know sisters. I know brothers. I know friends of mine. Yes, I do. I know you do too. That's here. We're talking about Africa. We already, at least I hope we understand and have established the fact that the culture here is not conducive to African life. It's not conducive to African family. It's not conducive to African familyhood. I hope we understand that. It's plain to see. 
Look at the situation in terms of marriage. Look at the situation in terms of children. Brothers and sisters, this is not, this is an insane system. This is not conducive for African people. And in a damn thing that we can do to make it, to change it. Don't waste our time. Spend our time finding ways to unify. Spend our time in finding ways to educate. Spend our time in finding ways to come together to be a model for Africans globally. Our salvation is on the continent. Our lives need to be dealt with on the continent. Our independence, self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty is on the continent. It can never happen here in the midst of an open and sworn enemy of African people can never happen here. And I know so many of us homosexual, heterosexual, whatever are trapped are trapped in the ideology. 404, 404, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey, my sister, how are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, standing strong. All right. How are you doing? I'm standing strong with you, dear. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I appreciate your program as usual and very powerful. And um, I, I had listened to a program yesterday, and they talked about that same issue with okay. um, Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yes, it's pretty good, but he does some some good programming. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, you know, he, he was uh, pointing out the fact that. Uh, Kamala Harris was not received well in Africa at all. She said one of the reasons she came with her white husband, Jewish, and that was just like, you know, mm-hmm. the Africans was checking that out. You mm-hmm. know, she's supposed yep. to be from the motherland. She came with him. And then she was saying she's going to give you all the million dollars, $10 million there, but was trying to give them uh, conditions that they would have to um, accept homosexuality. Right. It's the same you thing know, that, that Barack did. Accepted. Yeah, Brock, yeah, yeah, Brock did the same thing. Too. Barack Obama did the same thing mm-hmm. and got rejected with that. Yep. And so, um, you know, so the people were rejecting that. And and plus, they're seeing that the dollar is having less value. And they pointed out to the fact that Russia, China, and Brazil, you know, they, they're not going to even be using the, the, the American dollar. So mm-hmm. that's given U.S. less of their imperialistic power to think they can just go over and pose things. Right to the continent and then they were saying that Russia and China they um they'll they'll give uh you know monies or, or have them do things but they don't have the they don't have that uh, precondition that you have to accept homosexuality. Right. So right. that's a force of Africans. But then, you know, they pointed out too to the fact and I think you mentioned it too that China and Russia they may not uh say impose in homosexuality they will be trying to steal the money. They can steal the money 
steal the land from mm-hmm. you. Right. You don't pay up with what with, with they exactly. say. And exactly. They just take it over like you were mentioning before. So, like you said earlier, neither one of them is good. No, that but not. The U.S. Listen, is definitely getting sister, powerless about right. that. Right. None of them are good. Right. None right, of them right, are right, good, right. are to be trusted. Now, understand something. Absolutely if you not. build something for me, it, and, and that's the conditions, I got to meet those conditions if that was the case. Unfortunately, many of them, they knew that they couldn't meet those conditions. And so that's why they, they went ahead with those particular plans, because they knew the conditions were not going to be met. We will take this over. And one of the things that some of them, like the one that took over the airport in Zambia, they put a defense force in there to make sure there's some Chinese with, with guns and armament to make sure that they yeah, keep that yeah. property. Very imperialistic. Mm-hmm. They had, had played a speech um, yesterday with the, I think it was the president of Uganda at one time. The U.S. come over, uh, I think it was with Barack Obama, they, they you know, was trying to uh, ex, uh, exploit people with that, uh, bombard people with that homosexual thing. They said, look, that that's a European thing. Mm-hmm. That is a European yes. problem, this homosexuality. We don't have that. They said, talk to us maybe about that later. We, we're trying to have, you know, we, we getting, we're involved with starvation. We're getting attacked. Our children are dying. We have mm-hmm. real problems feeding our family. So that's what we're concerned about. We're not concerned about your European problems. You're telling us about some homosexuality. They said, talk about that later, and, and it ain't going to be no later. And mm-hmm. get the hell out of here. Right. So, well, see, because, right. see, homosexuality, <laughs> That's not a problem. The problem is, the problem is is not to be accepted. It's American problem, right? Right. Well, the problem is that the fact that it wants to be accepted has a norm, has a lifestyle acceptable. That's the deal. And no, Africa, we would never accept that. The man, woman, and child. When we know when when I played uh, Umar, you know, Infanteo. Umar Johnson. What did you I, kept, say? I said when I played that piece from Umar, and 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 all I kept thinking about was the statue in Senegal with my good friend brother Irv is at. I know he had a chance to see it. The statue with the man, the sister holding on to him, and he has the child, you know, raised up to the heavens. It looks like oh, a, you know, a, isn't it? Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. Yeah, but that's it. I, I like that piece from, oh, with Omar. I, 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 like I said, I really respect the brother. And I, yeah, I really appreciate him. Mm-hmm. What he said, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was, oh, he was on point. He's on point. You know, but he was on point. Yeah, yeah. but the, yeah, but the, but but our, but our problem is, is that when you have, have immersed yourself into Western culture and Europeans' culture, and then you're going to, you know, accept the dictates of that culture. And a lot of it is against you being African. A lot of it against is your sensibilities. Absolutely. You know? And so to me, if that's the case, you reject that. You don't say, okay, right. well, okay, I can go for that. No. No. Kamala was, Kamala was being rejected. And, you know, she's just being disgraceful coming over there mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> and, and disrespectful. People say, so it's disrespectful. You coming over here. Don't try to tell us we got to be homosexual to get your money. They said, and you know, and it was being pointed out yesterday. But the African people, they smarter than that. Mm-hmm. You know, they they all over that, and the U.S. is not in no position to impose it anymore. They got other choices, right? So, 
Yeah, and Kamala was. She just, just, just. Well, once again, problematic with that. Once again, <laughs> you know, uh, to me, <laughs> once again, the 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 Caucasians who run this, thinking they have these puppets that they can, you know, parade out there. Now you go talk to these Africans and you persuade them about what we want you, to, we want them to do. You know, it's embarrassing, and none of them, <laughs> and none of them have the courage. None of them have the courage to say, "No, I'm not going to do that." You know, and she's right all in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the God, yeah. Well, Sante. So, uh, all right, my sister. Excellent program, and a beef of a hodiac. All right, you be forty eight. All right, sister. Peace to you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, brothers and sisters, you only have a couple of minutes before we, uh, yeah, um, so many things that are happening, and, and obviously I look at uh, things that affect uh, Africa and, and affect Africans, because um, that's what time it is. That's that that's the bottom line, as far as I'm concerned, because our future is not guaranteed. And as long as we try our best to make these Caucasians respect us, treat us with dignity, and res- it's not going to happen. And our future, once again, is not guaranteed. If it is to be guaranteed, we must guarantee it by what? Coming together, by unifying, by loving one another, trusting one another, believing in one another, working hard with one another. Sharing, caring. And yet we believe that we can't do it. If it is to happen, family, we must make it happen. The problem, of course, for for us, a lot of us, is the educational system that we've been influenced by. You have even have some of us who are road scholars. You know, accepting a, a, a scholarship in the name of Cecil Rhodes, who was homosexual and a murderer, colonizer. To accept a scholarship in the name of Cecil Rhodes is tantamount to a Jew a European Jew accepting a scholarship in the name of Adolf Hitler. Do you think that would happen? Exactly. No. In fact, what should be done is all the money that's in that scholarship we should take for us because it is ours. The arrogance of Cecil Rhodes. There's a, there's a, a poster or, or picture of him straddling Africa from north to south, east and west, in an arrogant pose with his arms, you know, closing this. Cecil Rhodes. So we must understand that if we are to get up out of here, it is incumbent upon us as men and women, as family, as leaders. And and I don't believe there's those of us who are in Religions, be it Christianity, no. Islam, no. 
Judaism, hell no. None of them. Unless you're into African spirituality. Just like that piece I played with Dr. Umar. Because there was smoke and somebody could say, are you smoking, man? No, I'm burning incense. I've got a shrine to the Ifa, to the Ogun, Badalao, Olodumare. I got, that's what I'm doing. No, he wasn't smoking. Yeah. But brothers and sisters, I hope that Wednesday, we'll have a program for you on Wednesday. And um, deal more with this. Because there's always something to talk about here in African Perspectives. Brothers and sisters, we end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do it out, and they shown hell, damn it, don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shemhotep means go in peace. Exante sana means thank you. Habibi Fahodier. Habibi Fahodier means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. You have a blessed and wonderful day. Hope to see you on Wednesday. Peace, family.